0: Am I wrong? Got another huge response today about a husband who everyone was saying should be jealous but wasn't jealous.
1: Pretty interesting how a lot of people were kind of weighing in and kind of putting their own spin on that one. Also, we opened up the Kelly and Wood question air form
0: thing. <laughs> Still working on well, the name. It was the first day we ever did it. so the, the Still name working is, on the name. Name is a work in progress. Was, I think we called it the big bag of questions. We can go with that. I think that's what they called it. And I had a super embarrassing uh, event happen over the weekend. That I not only shared a photo on the Kelly and Wood Facebook page, but I also explained how I ended up in that compromising position. That's in our bonus track. But do a lot of questions. Yeah, that's all coming up right now. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong? Is when someone is struggling with something internally, so they call us up, and you get to tell them if they're wrong or not. We have Justin on the phone with us right now. Justin, what's going on? Why are you on? Am I wrong today?
2: Well, you see, my wife is. uh starting to go to the gym a little bit and she's starting to see this gym rat trainer of hers and uh, you know he's a good looking guy but she's she's starting to uh, look a little bit better I'm starting to feel like she might have a little crush on this guy and if, at first I was okay with it but now my buddies are starting to tell me you know that, that maybe I should be a little bit worried about this. Okay hmm. and now have you confronted her about it? I mean not really. I mean, look, I'm I'm pretty comfortable in my own skin here, but okay. uh, you know, this this guy's definitely a, a Greek god
0: looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh All man, right. I, I got to see
2: this guy. <laughs> so,
1: how? I mean, how many times a week is she going?
2: She's there three days a week.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's not excessive. Put in some work. Um, do you think? Do you trust your wife? Do you think she would ever do anything? You know, that she shouldn't be
2: doing. Yeah, I mean, I trust her. I love her. And like I said, I'm pretty comfortable in my own my own skin here. But, you know, like I said, when, I, when you start hearing it from outside sources that maybe I should be a little bit worried about this, I kind of think maybe I should.
0: Okay. Now,
1: may I ask a question? Are you maybe reading too much into this? I mean, she's going to the gym, looking phenomenal. And now, is she telling you that she has a crush on this guy?
2: Yeah, she told me this guy that she's got a little bit of a crush on this guy and that he's a good looking guy. But like I said, I'm... I don't care. I'm pretty comfortable in my own skin.
0: Man, I would be so hurt if my wife told me that. Really? Yeah. You it's don't a, think your wife has a crush on any other dude out yes, there? Yes, absolutely. I'm sure she does, especially look what she comes home to. But I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh. You know? I know Andrea's got crushes on other guys. Of course she does. Yeah, go
1: for it. Yeah. I got crushes on other ladies, too. I but got you know, things I, popping all over the I'm place. I'm just saying I don't want
0: to hear it. That's all I'm saying. And right?
1: Justin may have a crush on this trainer, too. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Uh, You say she's looking fantastic. Everything's going right. If you said, I don't want you to go see that trainer, and she's willing to just say, all right, well, then to hell with it. I'm not going to go to the gym. Are you willing to, because you said she's never looked better, correct? Correct. Are you willing to kind of let her then just quit the gym? Like, is it
2: gym or nothing for you? Or What about if she just, like, switched trainers? Yeah, I mean, she's been with other trainers, but this one really seems to speak her language.
0: Okay. So she's okay. That that would make mm. sense then. All right. Well, this is def, but you but just to be clear for everyone listening, you're okay with it. It's just everyone's telling you you shouldn't be.
2: Yes, I'm okay with it, but like I said, some of my buddies recently have brought it up to me okay. and said maybe you should look into this a little further.
0: Okay. Ow. Hey, it's not for us to judge. No, it's not. This is one. Okay, so what we're going to do, Justin, is we're going to put you on hold. Uh, you'll be able to hear all the calls and hear all the texts, and we'll come back and we'll decide are you wrong for letting your wife go to a trainer that she has a crush on? Boy, that sentence, though. That's, that seems <laughs> a little weighty. <laughs> but, all right, Justin, I'm going to put you on hold, okay? All right. All right, let's get the calls. Let's get the texts in here. We need to help Justin out today, and am I wrong? Kevin, what? All right, we got Justin sitting on hold right now for Am I Wrong? He'll be able to hear all your calls, hear all your texts. Hey, to the people that are calling in right now, I'm just going to put you on hold real quick just so you know. Mm -hmm. Don't hang up. Don't. Uh, Anyway, uh, we got a lot. So anyway, Justin's wife is going to see a trainer. She's getting in the best shape of her life. But according to Justin, this trainer, this male trainer that she's going to see is absolutely gorgeous. A Greek god is a direct quote from Justin. Okay. Justin doesn't have a problem with it. But all his friends are saying, hey, bro, you should probably have a problem with this. I, he wants to know, is he wrong for being okay with it? Uh,
1: other people texting in. Uh, Jenna says, no, you're not wrong. Maybe that's her only motivation to keep going, so what's the problem? Uh, other people texting in. Nothing. There's nothing wrong here. You, you, you are letting other people put ideas in your head. That's true. Um, how about you go out of your way to make her feel wanted and give her attention so she doesn't look
0: for it anywhere else? But isn't it always better to feel wanted from something fresh? That you, because you know that you've got right. this one. Like, I know my wife loves me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or she's at least sticking around. Yeah. She's, she's sticking around to see how it all ends. She's
1: <laughs> content. You know, maybe that's the right word. Uh, other people texting in hey, he needs to tell his friends to take a long walk off a short bridge. He trusts his wife. That's all that matters. Uh, as Brittany, as long as the wife and him are comfortable with the situation, don't let friends create doubt in their marriage. Or how about he goes to the gym with them?
0: Yeah. i uh, been
1: texting that in there. Is it possible his friends are joking with him? I worked with a, a woman. This actually happened to her, and she lost weight and she left her husband for another guy. See? That's,
0: that's the worry right there.
1: But to begin with, was she an off person? I don't know. I. Well, hey, the, I don't know about all
0: that. Well, that's this whole thing is that, you know, yes, things can start out. It's like they always say people who work together, like people who work together really closely on a project, a lot of times they develop feelings for each other because you're both like in this journey or in this struggle together. If she's in a struggle to be losing weight and this guy's helping out, you know, it's very possible that, look, our brains do some wild things without us knowing it. So there may be some attraction that develops without her even meaning for it to develop. But
1: all right, in that vein... Is your spouse just never supposed to have any sort of connection with another human being just in case something bad could happen? Yes. <laughs> no, don't talk to anyone at work and, and don't have a friend or anything like that. To me, I, I believe showing uh, almost like the absence grows fonder, right? Like, right. Go do things that, with other people because at the end of the day, you're going to come back home.
0: Here's the other thing, too. I always, I always say if, if someone's going to cheat, they're going to cheat. Like no amount of worrying about it mm-hmm. or trying to prevent it by being over control, nothing's gonna prevent it if somebody wants to do it. Like my okay, my wife worked at a doctor's office, right? And this doctor has like a pilot's license. He has some fishing mm-hmm. boat, like on Lake Malak. Or so- the guy's got tons of money, right? He wanted to take my wife and my cousin fishing one time, and I was like, I got an issue with this. Now everybody maybe starts out innocent. A lot of things start out innocent, but then you're out fishing. You know, it's a nice boat. I'm going to have a few drinks. Was it just going to be the those three? It was. Yeah, it was going to be the doctor, my cousin. And you know my cousin. Yeah, She's attractive. Mm-hmm. My wife is attractive. I didn't like it. Good for that guy. He's <laughs> trying to Hey, <laughs> But uh, did I stand in the way? Absolutely not. I said, hey, you do you, boo.
1: Uh, other people texting in. Uh, Lori says, hey, as long as the husband keeps complimenting his wife on her looks and progress... What's the problem? Solid marriages aren't ruined by other good-looking people. That's it. And that's the thing. Just like, hey, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm telling her she looks fantastic. Don't let it go unnoticed from other texters. He needs to be raving about how hot and sexy she is. Because, after all, that's what she wants to do when she's look, working out.
0: That's true. All right, let's get to a call that we got sitting on hold here. Hello?
2: Uh, if I was that guy, I would be concerned. I mean, it, it might not be nothing right now, but who's to say it? you know, they're going to develop more of a relationship at the gym and six months from now she's sneaking around or she's meeting him, you know, and, uh, around town somewhere. You don't know. I mean, I I would uh, I would seriously look into this if I was that guy. I mean, I wouldn't uh, be, like, over-controlling or nothing, but right. you know... That's
0: where it starts. It, but you know, that's my thought too. Especially because you're at the gym. I'm sure she's wearing some yoga pants or something like that. You're, well, I'm sure she looks really nice. Right, and but, uh, apparently this guy is the most gorgeous person in the Midwest. Well, according to this gentleman, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're working out. Yeah. You're getting your endorphins pumping. You know, your testosterone is flaring up. I, I don't know, man. I, this this seems. Uh, I feel like no good can come of this.
2: Well, like I said, if I was that guy I would I would uh take take care of business right now and uh I'd lay the law down and what? let that tra- trainer know where you stand and hey, this is my wife. Here's the other thing though. Let her back off. You can't What's just that? you
0: you can't just tell your wife, Hey, you can't go to that trainer anymore You know? No,
2: but if she really loves you she will stay with you.
0: All right, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, remember, he didn't do
1: anything wrong. You know what I mean?
2: The trainer didn't do anything wrong. Nobody's done anything wrong yet. No, but, I mean, she's telling him that she's got a crush on him, and, you know, I I wouldn't be okay with that. All
0: right, cool, man. Hey, thank you for the call this morning. Yep, all right, All right, we got a lot of calls, a lot of texts still to get to, because we got to get to the bottom of this. Is Justin wrong for being okay with letting his wife go to a trainer that she admittedly has a crush on?
3: Kevin,
0: good. All right, we got Am I Wrong going on right now? Justin is sitting on hold. His wife is working out and looking good, but self admittedly, she has a crush on the person that is training her right now. So we're just, he wanted to know, he doesn't have an issue with it. Justin doesn't care, but all his friends are like, dude, you better be careful. Mm -hmm. So he wants to know, is he wrong for not caring? Uh,
1: text ruling in a lot. Hey, we're doing a lot of assuming. We're assuming that the Greek god is single and finds his wife attractive. It's true. Uh, why, Casey? Why are all men so insecure? She hired him to do a job. Is she going to cheat with the plumber as well? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I've seen the movies. Hey, uh, Bryce sticks it in. I think that other friend, he's probably a single guy. Yeah. Uh, other people. This guy is probably the trainer for multiple women. To him, it's likely just another customer who says he finds her attractive. And see, that's where you don't want to say that because then that's almost insulting to the wife.
0: Like, oh, I don't even find her attractive? Oh, I'm
1: not worried about it. What's he going to go for you? No, that's rude. Uh, If I was the wife and my husband told me to stop seeing the trainer at the gym, I would be hurt because I wouldn't feel like my husband trusted me.
0: That's a big part of it, right? Uh, Without a
1: doubt. He needs to continue to trust her because I don't think he understands how hella sexy it is to be trusted by the man you love.
0: Ooh, that's an interesting... Well, I've never one. I've never heard that said before. But
1: that makes some sense.
0: Right. Now I feel bad for worrying about my wife going on that fishing trip with a doctor who has a pilot license. Mm-hmm. But,
1: well, what are you going to do? <laughs> also, hey, don't forget, this is that guy's job. Just because he's attractive doesn't mean that he's necessarily attracted to her. Uh, doesn't mean he's attracted to every client as a potential hookup in his eyes. Uh, hey, also, you're also assuming, what if he's gay? He may not be interested at all. That very well
0: can. And you can't ask.
1: So there's a lot of people saying that, like, look, just because that guy's a good, handsome guy doesn't mean he's going for everything that walks through the door. That's true. And maybe we're not giving the trainer enough credit. I don't, Honestly, I don't see a problem at all with this. I haven't seen a call or a text yet that has even remotely begun to sway me.
0: I think a lot of it, too, has to do with your own history. Like, if mm-hmm. you saw your mom cheat on your dad or something like that well then you just assume that everyone's gonna do it but but that's not fair it, no it's not fair at all well life isn't fair but if you you know it's like if your parents can do it then you just probably assume that anybody can do it at that point you but know? then
1: what the hell did you get married for
0: that's a good it's a great well i think a lot of people get married for all the wrong reasons
1: to me, it's it's like, look, I trust you. Go for it. Go knock yourself out. If this was my wife, heck yeah, go get go
0: get you, that body. You always see those couples that don't have a very good relationship to begin with, and they think that marriage will save it. I'm telling you this as a wedding DJ. I'm not going to bore you with stories about it, but you can tell at the reception. If this was a wedding because they wanted it, or a wedding because they felt obligated to do it, mm. you can tell instantly. That's so not good. That's why I think a lot of people end up cheating. They get married for all the wrong reasons, mm. in my humble opinion.
3: Hello. Hey, this is uh, Beth calling about Justin. Yes. I don't think I think that I don't like Justin, and I am very judgy of him.
0: Okay. Please to explain.
3: <laughs> okay, I actually joined um crossfit and i lost a lot of weight actually and got pretty toned (laughs) and my husband was so awesome about it and so supportive like the first probably at least the first week i came home every time and barfed.
0: and barfed? because
3: it like kicks your yeah it like kicks your ass and he's like no i don't want you to quit don't quit you're doing so awesome and he's like, you look amazing already, and you're just going to be even better. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I probably have the best husband in the world. Okay. And he would... Like, if there was ever even a spark of thought that I was interested in somebody else, he would 100% just ask me right away. Mm-hmm. And, like, he wouldn't be listening to friends about, ooh, this could be. Like, well we... Are very very open in our relationship, very trusting, and like I I have never even considered that she's cheating or would do anything like that, and vice versa. Like,
0: why are you why are you so judgmental of Justin then? What what's he doing wrong?
3: Well, if he is comfortable with those kids, why is he worried about it?
1: Now remember, he's not worried about it. He's like, his friends are telling him he should be worried, and that's why he's saying
0: I don't even
3: I don't think I should be. Well. The fact that he had to ask if he should be tells me he is
0: worried about it. Okay, well, that's a good take on it. We appreciate the call this morning. Wood, I think it's time to hand down our judgment this morning. Come on. All right, Justin, you heard the calls, you heard the text, and your judgment today, and am I wrong? Everyone's saying if you're happy and your wife's happy, what does it matter what these other people think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with that. Like I said, I was just looking for some insight as to uh, what how I should how I should make my next move here. Has has your wife always been into fitness? Uh, no, not really. Like I said, it was more she went she went to the gym on one of these thirty day trial things and just really fell in love with it. Like I said, this this trainer seems to be her her ticket here. All
1: right. Now I, we had a couple people text in this question. I wanted to ask it to you. Your friends are telling you to keep an eye on this. I have a feeling that they've been cheated on before.
2: I agree. See, I. Uh, yeah. That's where
1: I think you get in trouble, man. You let other people's like histories and stuff like that start to play around. If you're happy, she's happy. Quite honest with you, I think you have the the, the best setup in the world here, Justin. That's true. You're sitting at home, crushing beers, and she's going out. This guy's <laughs> getting everything all goosed up, and boom. The prize is coming home. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I bet he didn't average a, a triple-double in high school, I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: That's right, Al Bundy. Four touchdowns in one game. You live your best life,
0: buddy.
2: Well, exactly.
0: Justin, it seems like everything's going to work out just fine for you. Now, if she starts going five, six, seven days a week, and eh, that might be something to be suspicious about, but right now everything sounds pretty innocent. <laughs> yeah, she's like working out on his boat. Then you got to step in, man. <laughs>
2: Exactly. Hey, I, 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 I'm okay
0: with it. Well, Justin, congratulations on your success. And thank <laughs> you success. for being on Am I Wrong Today?
3: Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean, no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just
0: Me. All right, what was the name of Google before it was called Google? All mm-hmm. All right, cool. Ask, no, I was,
1: no, I was guessing. I thought you were. I was going to no, guess. Cool. Awesome.
0: Ask no, That was a completely different site. Google existed. Alongside Ask Jeeves. Brian Riley, any guess on what Google was originally called? I'm going to call it Gungle. I don't know. No, no, that's both of you are wrong. Google was originally called Back... I was called Backrub when it first came out. Gross. That's a different (laughs) site. (laughs) (laughs) They called it this because the program analyzed the web's backlinks to understand how important a website was and what other sites it related to. Now, of course, Google is a misspelling of the word goggle. Google, G O O G O L. It's a misspelling of that word, which is a which is a number that is equal to ten to the one hundredth power. So, Uh, meaning that there's just you know, it's a big number, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you said it was gonna be better today. This you is. Promised it. Everybody you didn't yesterday. know that Google used to be called Backrub? Didn't care. I still don't care now yeah, that I know. Because you don't care about it. You know what? I,
1: then I'll just do sports ones from here on out. That probably just got rid of a fact that I did care about in my
0: brain. Because well, I don't have
1: much room up there.
0: Here, how about this one? The first football, the first college football game was played on November 6th, 1869.
1: There we go. I believe it was uh, Yale? No. It was up in the
0: north. No. You're was wrong. It was in Ohio? It's Princeton. Yeah, oh, I, I was, was going to say that. Thing. Princeton versus Rutgers. Move all the blue bloods up there. Did you find that one interesting? That has to do with sports. Moderately, but better than Google or <laughs> Goggle. I don't even think you said that word I right. didn't. Because you were putting too much pressure on me to get through this.
1: At what, what is the, here's one for you. What is the highest number? Because obviously numbers go on to infinity. There's got to be a capped number, right? Like There's no. got to be a number like, look, all right, we got it to there. And then like that's... We it. got
0: what to there?
1: Like numbers up until there. I mean, if
0: numbers go to infinity... Okay, then then you come up with that number, and I'll add one, and now that's the highest number, and that's then we'll add point. one more. It never ends. Numbers go on uh, forever, Would
4: The answer? Google. Exactly what he just said is the largest
0: number. That's the largest number. Google. 10 to the 100th power. But yeah. then I'll... Okay, now... But Google plus one. Right. And I'll just do... I'll do 11 to the 100th power. Boom. I just outdid Google. Well, what's the name of it, then? Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end this. <laughs> you guys you guys done went too far today.
1: I just, I, at least I'm bringing something.
0: What? Questions. Aside from a snarky attitude, what? Mm. I helped out. Yeah. What you, am I going to yell that for? You promised it was going to be better. It was. Mm. Google used to be called back rub. Literally, nobody knew that but me. There's a reason. <laughs> Everyone's dumb but me. Ah. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Ain't much I can do about it now. It's out there in the universe. It's on its way now to the 10 to the 100th power galaxy away. No one bring it back from Earth mm. and I'll have another one for you tomorrow. It might be better. It might be worse. I no, it's not going to be. it. Can't be worse. But I'm going to find it interesting and sometimes I have to be okay looking at you right in your face <laughs> and saying Killing and Wood. Ellie and Woods, big bag of random questions, which Wood has compiled over many, Monks. many moons. Yes, And uh, you have them all together now.
1: Yeah, I put them all in a Word document, so I'm literally going to ask you for a number. I've got one to 123, actually. Dang, you,
0: that's a lot of work you put into this.
1: Just seriously, if people have ever asked questions, it could be about the show. It could be random stuff. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I think sometimes people get drunk and then text in questions.
0: I am going to pick a low number so you don't have to scroll through too much. Okay. Uh, we'll go 17.
1: All right, let's see here. Uh, this is actually from Debbie. All right. In Stalk Rapids. All right. What is the weirdest thing you guys have ever eaten?
0: Oh, that's an easy one for me. But with my wife's Mexican heritage, yes. um, I have eaten a lot of crazy things. Uh, cow tongue is probably, wh- which they call lengua. Brian Riley will know about this since he, you know, is... What are you, 50% Mexican? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so Lengua is one. Lengua tacos is one, which is... put on.
1: look, I'm of the belief you can put anything on a taco and it's good.
0: The texture is what's awful in the Lengua... Like, I don't like tasting things that can taste me back. Yeah, (laughs) Because you can definitely taste the taste buds, or you can feel the taste buds on there. But the worst thing that I have ever eaten, or the weirdest thing... And the smell of it makes me nauseous to my core, is menudo. And menudo is a Mexican soup that is made with cow stomach lining. I've never been that hungry. How they ever thought, like, you know what? We've used every other part of the cow. Like, there's other things that, that, like, uh, Mexican people will do barbacoa, which is like the meat, like the head meat of the cow. Yeah. But that's fine. That just tastes like roast. That just tastes like beef. Mm Mm-hmm. But the the smell of cooking stomach lining of a cow. I'll never forget going to my my mother-in-law's house and she was making menudo. It's like something that they it's supposed to be like a cure for hangovers. And it was on well, You have to be drunk to eat it, so I guess that <laughs> it leads to It'll that. make you vomit and get that out of you. But no, but I mean my wife loves it. But I'm like, "You can, please, Lord, do not cook that in my house ever." Did you try it? I've tried it. I do I just can't like the texture of it, Brian Riley, you know what I'm saying yeah
4: i I just I don't even try to eat the meat part of it. I just try I'll drink the broth, and that's about it's the extent ish. of it.
0: It's just it's stomach lining and it's as horrible as you think it is, and no disrespect to my wife's family mm-hmm. or her culture. But it was a swing and a miss. Look, we all love Mexican food. We all love tacos. Right. But menudo is a swing and a miss.
1: I can't... Because Mexican food would probably be my favorite food. Not and there. there's no
0: way I'm touching that. I'm going to have my wife make menudo next time we no, all Max. get together. <laughs> it's like, even the tongue, even the, like the
4: preparation of the tongue, with the, there's the skin on top of the tongue that you got to take off before you can... Oh. <laughs> it, it's, that, one, that, one, that one's tough. Langua tacos. That one's tough.
1: Mine doesn't seem as bad with you two describing that. Mine that gets everyone kind of freaked out is raw beef sandwiches.
0: Right, but that's a... What do they call that?
1: The, people also call it a carnivore sandwiches. Okay. If it's fancy and they'll prepare it a certain way, it's called steak tartare. Now, this is just ground up beef. Right. But do you eat it on bread? like uh rye toast sometimes you can do like little party rye on there cuz i feel it would make it like a sp- like a bloody sponge no no well, it's not bleeding i mean i'm well, not taking it off the i'm not going out and tackling <laughs> the animal myself <laughs> what is it in- it's raw meat though raw what? meat is bloody no and, like if you go to a store and get them to like grind up like a ribeye or something right and there's then you no take blood? that home but you have to get it ground like right then and there No. What- then cuz then there's no way for like the bacteria to get in and then you eat it Put a ton of garlic, salt, onion on it.
0: Okay, that's what I was going to say. Now you're living. Now- I say this. Let's let's meld our cultures together. Mm. And the next time I come to your house <laughs> to watch football, I'll bring the menudo. You make the steak tartare. Well, see, like this was the deal. Like
1: my wife tried it, and that was like her initiation into the Wood family.
0: Is it a German thing? I don't know. What are you? What are you Irish?
1: I we're like uh, we're like English German. Okay. So I don't know what it is. I, it's just, I know it's a Wood tradition, and there's other people that will do it that will eat. Raw beef sandwiches. But seriously, that's not something you can like sit out for like two days or something like that. (laughs) It's gotta be like, hey, we ground it up this morning, go ahead
0: and eat it. I would only do it if you prepared it because I trust you with food. Right, you are, you are a very good cook.
1: Because steak tartare is the same thing, but then they'll put like a raw egg yolk on it and then mix that all together. Look yeah. at this. A lot of places won't even serve it anymore because they're worried about people well, getting hell sick.
0: Yeah, dude, you, that that would be a dangerous thing to mm-hmm. serve. Uh, Amanda, I love menudo. It's really good. False, Brenda. <laughs> Brenda texting in, my husband is Mexican. I eat the soup, but not the meat. Okay, so going Brian yeah, Riley's yeah, that's route. The way to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. No one texting in about the raw beef, though.
1: I, it, I'm telling you, it's a thing. You've got to try it at least
0: once. Do you? Do, so do you pull it right out of the fridge, grind it up, and then eat it immediately? Yeah,
1: or you, like you go to the store and like, hey, can I get that ribeye ground up? The, some places won't even do that, because they'll be like, nah, we don't know what's going on. But if you just do it, they'll do it right then and there. And it needs to be a little bit of a fattier... Uh, steak too, because otherwise, then it's really
4: just dry. I right. was I was hearing somewhere that it's actually healthier to eat because of the there's like bacteria when you get a burger. There's the top layer and bottom, but everything in the middle is good. Yeah, but when it's ground up, it's all mixed. And, and that's oh yeah, and that's so why you got to eat it like right away. Yeah, and it's not bad for you to eat it that way. People are giving me the uh, throw up
1: sign from <laughs> Tiffany. Uh, the Richmond Fire Department eats raw meat. They call it wildcat meat and eat it on crackers. So the, yeah, there it is. All right,
0: I want I, wa- I want to try that. But before the new year, I want to try that.
1: That's what we do. We always do it for the Super Bowl and on New Year's Day. That's like a Wood family tradition.
0: Alright, so you get to choose then Lengua Tacos or Menudo. For <laughs> how about vegetarian?
3: <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Alright, Wood will now
0: give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Ohio,
1: my friend. Oh, wait. I owe
0: oh, no. Trash.
1: Well, that's where we have 27-year-old Monika Gardner. She was grocery shopping at Walmart. The problem started when she went down the chip aisle and saw 37-year-old Precious Jackson.
0: <laughs> oh, I love the name.
1: Now, apparently the, these two ladies were previous neighbors.
0: Okay. So maybe already a little beef between these two? Oh, there was beef. In fact,
1: one of them had secured a protection protection order against the ex-neighbor. Oh, wow. And as you can imagine, the chip aisle probably violated (laughs) it. Well, at one point in time, Gardner confronted Jackson in the chip aisle. And she threatened not only to beat up Jackson, but also beat up her kid who she was shopping with. Golly! that escalated quickly you would think so while well, the two began screaming at each other at this point in time garner then allegedly pulled down precious's face mask and attempted to spit on her face gross but believe it or not garner not the most accurate of spitter and missed the target but the brouhaha was on at that point in time garner then reached into precious's cart removing a 10-pound log of ground beef and began hitting the woman with it. Dang, swing, swinging around 10 pounds ain't easy. And you know what I'm talking about, like those oh, little yeah. like uh, missiles. The, the meat mm-hmm. tube. Well, she was swinging that around, and as you can imagine, that packaging, not meant for assault. <laughs> well, as the ground beef went flying, the ladies went a-tumbling... Nine one one was called, and when they arrived, sure enough, the two were there, still battling. The ten pound log of prepackaged beef was everywhere. And Garner was arrested at the scene and taken to jail.
0: Wow, what a—that's the first time someone's been beaten with a meat tube. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right, let's give this one a. What would what, you call it?
1: A prepackaged log of meat.
0: <laughs> That's better. Class it up. <laughs> Class better. it up, sir. <laughs> There's no good way to to reference a ten pound tube of meat. Carne molida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready to give this one a score? Come on. Come on, man. All right. I'm gonna say this. If you have to take out a restraining order against your neighbor, you're trash. Someone either, is. Either you or them is. Tra- somebody's trashy. Someone is. So I'm gonna give that 175 points right there. <clears throat> Uh, busting out in the chip aisle at the Walmart. That's trashy, man. Yeah, you imagine just trying to sleep? Can I, can I just get the dots, pretzels, please, excuse me? <laughs> ah, thank you very much. I'm going to give that another 150 points. Threaten to beat up the kid. That's trash. That's super trashy, man. Come on, man. 175 points on that. Pulling down someone's mask trying to spin on him. That's gross. That's disgusting. That's 175 trashy points right there. And
1: I've long stated that spinning on another human being is the most disrespectful thing you can do.
0: It goes slapping then spitting. No, I, I spitting is worse. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Like mm-hmm. slapping is below spitting when it comes to disrespect. He stepped down uh, without a doubt. Yes. Spitting is just gross. I'm sorry, Brian Riley. Were you going to say something? Wet willies are also one of the worst.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but there's not a violent act with that. Like, right. they can it be be, you can almost be
4: playful. Give me a wet willy. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> but like, no one's like playing around. Like, hey,
0: <laughs> I'd be swinging around a ten pound meat tube at you. <laughs> but
1: you can you can be fooling around with your boys and give somebody a wet
0: willy. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll allow that. Now, where was I? You tried to threaten to beat up. A, oh, you spit on somebody. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the meat tube. Huh, I want to give it 200 points because you're swinging around a 10-pound thing of meat. You know that's 85% too. Right. That's the lowest of the low. <laughs> that's greasy. It's probably 78%. <laughs> so we got that. Um, 70, were they both arrested? Nope. Just one? Yeah, just the one swinging around... Dude, you got to give me something else to score on this one. The points are the points, man. you got to get... What did I miss? I know I missed something. There was so much going on. I know I missed something. You got it. I literally followed along. You got it all. The points are the points. I can't believe this. I thought for sure. That's why it's a celebration. You can't force it. You're right. If it happened every time, it would just be normal. Come on. It doesn't. And that's where we find ourselves today. But it's a dang good score. Today... Our meat tube swinging lady earns herself a awesome. respectable 950 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Well, not only did we get to hear the Minnesota Shuffle in today's bonus track. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. We also got to hear of the story of why I ended up sleeping on a bench over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, in got, your own home, though. Show some respect. Right. I got kids, dude. I can't be acting like this anymore. But uh, it's typical of my life, and I'll explain it in our bonus track, which is our first break from 5.40 in the morning, and it happens right now. Kelly and Wood. That was an absolute... I'm don't go there. back. Don't go back for it. Don't go back for it. No, don't. Don't. For the week, this is day number two. You only got 18 hours left. What you gonna do? <laughs> 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 He the shouldn't pro- have gone back for it. The problem is I write these with no, you know, beat going. Mm. So sometimes I just have to guess, will this fit the iamic pentameter of the song? Did you it's, just make that up? Nope. Iamic pentameter. Look it up. It's one of those words that has stuck with me since grade school. I'll look it up right now and tell you what it is. It's got something to do with rhythm. I don't know if I'm using it right, but I didn't make the word up. Okay. If there's a music teacher listening, maybe you can have iamic pan. Look, iamic pentameter. <laughs> a line of verse with five metrical feet. Each consisting of one short syllable followed by one long syllable. For example, two households, both alike in dignity. That's iambic cool. pentameter. All right, yeah, glad we went. Back.
1: Uh, Cole texting in when's the minnesota shuffle coming out Cole, don't do that to us we can do it this morning don't actually. do that to us why
0: don't you explain uh what's going on as far as friend or foe later on this morning and i'll see if i can't find the old minnesota shuffle here in the-
1: well don't forget it's not tomorrow or it's not today it's tomorrow morning we're going to be getting someone into winstock oh. but we need some people to play friend or foe you have never played friend or foe with us it's a blast Well, at least for us as we watch uh, really two people fight over tickets, but maybe the beginning of a beautiful friendship. If you would like to play friend or foe with us, uh, text in just uh, how about friend or foe? doesn't matter. You don't have to text in friend or foe. Just text in friend. Or text yep. info,
0: and we'll and you'll text them back, right? And if, yeah,
1: we'll get something lined up with somebody. We would love to have a little something like that and uh, get that signed up because we got we like to work ahead on that.
0: Yeah, because well, it's just easy. Well, if somebody doesn't answer the phone or yeah, you know, whatever, like it can get it can get a little hairy um, when it comes to doing that. There, there we. So shall I bring some things to light here? If you want to, I got the Minnesota Shuffle ready to go. Though. Oh. Here we go If you don't want to hear it no, we don't. He, Cole, Hey, Cole text it in He's even excited about it He's like, perfect, please Alright, Minnesota Shuffle I made this, what, four years ago? <laughs> when I fell down outside mm-hmm. And I busted my, you know what? My tukus. Here is the Minnesota Shuffle It's only a minute 40 seconds It's okay. not that long Here we go It's icy everywhere right now in Minnesota But don't worry You're gonna be just fine time up in the bold north but we can't stop moving gotta keep it back and forth to the job to the house to the grocery store you got places to be and you can't be sore but there's ice on the ground ice in the streets there's ice everywhere in big old sheets so you gotta be careful you don't want to struggle slow on down and do the minnesota shuffle shuffle on that ice shuffle on that ice shuffle on that shuffle on that shuffle on that ice shuffle on that ice shuffle on that, shuffle on that, oh. shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that shuffle We on ain't that done yet on that ice. When I was a kid, I didn't know what to do I would run real crazy and crack my tooth A busted elbow or a bruised butt cheek I was from Minnesota, didn't matter to me No one told me that there was a better way To get around on these icy days They say, Kelly, slow down You don't want to struggle You want to break it down and do the Minnesota shuffle Shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that sh- Shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice So now you oh God. know what to do this winter Not to bust your butt and to be a winner People from out of town will think it's great On these long cold winters in the state of lakes They'll say, how do you even walk in this icy cold? we will say, man, we do something a little more bold We don't fall down and we don't struggle We just break it on down and do that Minnesota shuffle Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that Shuffle on that Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that Shuffle on that Shuffle on that ice. Yeah man. That was only a minute 40 but god it felt like a lot. <laughs> I hate you with all my soul Jack. That felt a lot longer than a minute 45 seconds. Jack uh,
1: texting in, play the Minnesota Shuffle. Tracy, I feel you. Damn it. I know I'm going to have this song stuck in my head all day today. Shuffle alone and ice. Kyle, I love the Minnesota Shuffle. Wow, I'm very impressed from Zach. (laughs) Zach apparently is also thrilled with the slinky. Shuffle alone and ice. Uh, Other people texting in, uh, Janelle, the Shuffle. Yeah. I love it. OMG. It's, OMG, the Minnesota Shuffle is awesome, Tabitha, all caps.
0: <laughs> How long till Kelly Kids disown hey! him? Already been well, done. Actually, when I tell you this story coming up at six o'clock, it might be a lot sooner than you think.
1: <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I, I'm glad we did it. It's it's it is a
0: borderline of tradition at this point. Right. And we'll keep it you know, I'll keep it in the holster. You we'll know pop it out whenever you need it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll bring it back. I I don't know. You know what I can you know what I I liken it to? What's that? The 30-point buck. I was just about to say, the 30-point box. Yes. You hear it once, you kind of hate it, but it's a tradition. <laughs> mm, you okay, go, well, all right. It, it's not that good. It's like, okay. But uh, yeah, coming up at 6 o'clock, if you haven't checked out our Facebook page this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood. Go check it out. I posted a picture of myself from Saturday night. It's an embarrassing one, and I'm going to explain it to you coming up at 6 o'clock.
1: When I first saw it, I didn't yeah. see you.
0: It's like a Where's Waldo photo. I know. You have to look really close, but I am in that photo, and it's, it's embarrassing. I
1: don't think it's that bad.
0: You don't know the story behind it yet. You don't, you don't know the story behind it. I know the story of you. It's, it's almost as bad as me falling asleep in the front lawn on the 4th of July. I still don't find that bad either. I, it gets brought up. Anytime my wife and I are in an argument about what a terrible person I am, that gets brought up. I don't know why. Remember when you fell asleep in the front lawn trying to watch fireworks? Hey, I was tired. It is literally the day to celebrate our freedom. Right. And you own that land.
1: Free to fall asleep where and when I want. To be quite honest with you, I don't think there's another sign of freedom. That is more free than that. I mean, do
0: you, do you had your pants on, right? I had my pants on. What's the problem? I, there isn't. As far as I'm concerned, there isn't one. And in fact, if you had your pants off, what's the problem? <laughs> Still my land. I thought this was America.
1: My land, my choice. That's what I'm saying. So, you know what? Do you? Don't let people shackle you with their expectations. You
0: know what I mean? I worked up a little sweat doing the Minnesota <laughs> Shuffle here.
1: Well, I've also covered that vent with bricks, which we get in trouble for if we get caught doing, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to do what I need to do Ooh, To stay all right. alive in here
0: uh, Alright, so did we explain I wasn't paying attention Because I was looking for friend, I was looking for uh, The Minnesota Shuffle Minnesota Shuffle We explained friend or foe
1: Yes, we're going to get some people To play later on
0: tomorrow For Winstock tickets Yes Okay Our favorite game, and I also think
1: we're going to be playing friend or foe at the Killingwood Christmas party, December 15th at Raleigh's. We would love to have you out there with us. We're going to play for straight cash at that one.
0: That's going to be so fun. Friend or foe, we were worried about doing it live because we're Mm -hmm. like, is it going to be too complicated to do live? And it wasn't at all. It was actually a lot easier to do live. I think once people see how it's played, they understand and then they know. It is the hardest game in the world to explain, though.
1: I'll never forget when I tried to explain it to sales when we were finally selling it one time, and
0: they looked at me with bewilderment. You want to talk about a glassed over look? Everyone's like, huh? That sounds stupid. I hate this guy. (laughs) I hate me too. But that's fine.
1: We got plenty to get to.
0: Now, very early this morning, about 3.15, I posted a picture to the Kelly and Wood Facebook. I didn't do it to Instagram or anything else. Nailed the algorithm. Just because I didn't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Right when everyone's looking. Well, I was going to do it last night, but then I didn't know the last time we put... There's a lot of work that goes into it. Right, dealing with the algorithm, and I didn't want to upset you, so I was like, I'll just do it when I wake up in the morning. Fair enough. Fine. And I just wanted it to be there as we started to talk this morning. Because I had yet another embarrassing drinking thing happen to me over the weekend.
1: I'm literally pulling up this picture on the Killian Wood Facebook page right now.
0: If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I enjoy having cocktails. And sometimes I overshoot the mark just a smidge. Okay. Um, There's been the falling asleep in the front lawn. There's been the falling asleep at FireFest.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's mostly falling asleep because I, I I'm very sleep deprived.
1: Now at FireFest, you were inside your own car, right? AC That's on, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. AC on, just banged
0: out a 45 minute nap real quick.
1: Came back on fire. You also fell asleep in the middle of a conversation with me at WeFest. Yes, as I was <laughs> pouring my heart out to you about how much I liked working with you, like
0: <laughs> mouth open and everything. It's most of my. I don't. I don't do much when I drink except for fall asleep. Mm-hmm. My family has hundreds of stories of me just falling asleep. But it's because I get maybe. I get maybe twenty five hours of sleep a week. Like I do not get close to what I should be getting. That's not good. I get about five hours a night, and then on the weekends maybe I get a little more. Whatever you need Does, to catch up on the weekends doesn't matter. By right. the way, that
1: math did not add up. Well, I was close thinking. <laughs>
0: I was thinking five hours a night times five nights, 25, but I forgot about the other two days of the week. Because who needs them? Right. Who yeah. needs them? <laughs> those, those are a free for all. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I just, I fall asleep a lot in odd places. On Saturday night was maybe the most embarrassing place I've fallen asleep. As my family was getting ready to leave on Saturday night, mm-hmm. we, we had a blast. We, had, we hung out, we had drinks, I had my DJ equipment set up, we were listening to music, it was a great night. And this was the day that they did spit in your face and no-show, well, at they, least. I thought they were going to no-show, mm-hmm. because they texted me, and I had this big spread of food out. And they were like, ah, oh, we can't make it. And I sent them a picture of the food. I was like, well, okay, cool. Ooh, so you guilt tripped them it in. Was, it was passive aggressive as all get out. And, it then, was- and then I felt bad about it because I was like, well, if they didn't feel like coming over, I shouldn't have made them feel bad about it. But you got the pity. You got the pity invite.
1: Pity visit, Pity right? show up. Yeah. It's probably why
0: I got so drunk.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Drinking away your sorrow. My
0: feelings were hurt. So I, I found, my, found my happiness at the bottom of a bottle. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my family is leaving. And I don't... I, details are sketchy at this point. There's a few missing scenes to this movie, but I seem to remember it taking forever for them to leave. There was a whole lot of oh, where's Brianna? Brianna needs to say goodnight. Whatever. We're doing this. We're doing that. And I have in my in my entryway. I have like this bench, you know, where you would sit down and put shoes on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's fairly large. A tiny little mudroom, if you will. Right. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna. Just gonna rest my head for a second. I'm feeling, feeling a bit tired. It's probably one o'clock in the morning at this time, maybe 12 30 at night, one o'clock in the morning. And I thought, you know what? I'm just, I'm feeling a little sleepy. I'll still continue to contribute to this conversation, but I'm gonna do it horizontally. Well, next thing I know, I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, what am I laying on right now? I thought I was maybe laying on like a remote control or something because I felt something really hard in my back. And I woke up and I had slept for five hours. Hours on the bench in my entryway. Now there's no telling if the kids walked past and saw dear old dad laying there asleep. Okay, it, it was it was extremely embarrassing. Needless to say, I was exhausted on Sunday because I'm guessing I didn't get the highest quality of sleep on Saturday night. Can't imagine. So this is yet another. And then the thing is, my family loves to take pictures of me when I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. They'll put like weird hats on me, or they'll put like a bra on me, or something. Because I don't wake up once I go down. It's over. We we shut her down.
1: Now, can I ask a question here? And some maybe somebody can fill me in.
0: By the way, my wife's gonna be embarrassed because our entryway is like super messy in this picture.
1: A, no, it's not. B, what is the difference between falling asleep and passing out? They're very they're
0: cousins, I would say, <laughs> if not brother and sister.
1: Because if you're being dressed up and people are throwing <laughs> coats on you, as in the, this picture on the Kellywood <laughs> Facebook page, that's a pass out. I would everything I do, I do 110 percent. And passing out sounds much worse than falling asleep.
0: (laughs) Well, what are you doing when you're passing out? You're falling asleep. I believe it's your body malfunctioning (laughs) and shutting down. It's literally like, you need to stop drinking. But I didn't even drink that much compared to what I... But I probably can't handle it like I used to. But here's the the embarrassing part. I'm in my 40s. Yes. Like, this shouldn't be happening anymore. It shouldn't. It's, that's the most embarrassing part. When I woke up at 6 a.m. laying on a bench in my entryway, having got a full, what to me is a full night's sleep on a bench. Mm-hmm. Literally, I slept on a bench. I'm, I'm this close to being a hobo. Had, had my front door been open, I would be a hobo. Yes. I mean, you would be covered by a newspaper <laughs> right. in a park. You know, wind leaves blowing
1: all over me. Pigeons using you as their bathroom. <laughs> right. I could see it. Uh First time texter listening from Glenwood. Yes, that's passing out for sure. Okay. okay. All right. Uh Nick, has a he says right here, if you fall asleep in your quote unquote daytime clothes, you passed out. <laughs> if you're in pajamas or comfy clothes, you fell asleep. That's a hell of a baseline.
0: Speaking of Nick Barth. I'm glad that I had a coat put over me because I was wearing my nice, hard tea sweatshirt. And you don't want that they don't, they don't need that. They no. don't need that negative publicity. They don't. It was not nice, hard tea that brought me to this, to this level. Now, may I ask another question? Please.
1: I've been to your house. hmm Why does anyone need to find your wife? You don't have a palatial estate so <laughs> she got lost in a wing.
0: I do, I, dude, I'm, I'm literally trying to recall things as I'm like, I, I don't know how I... Trust Tree... I don't know how I actually ended up like this. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know why I decided to lay down. Then I believe
1: we've answered the question of passed out versus falling asleep. <laughs> this is definitely a pass out. Number two, I guess, what the hell are people still doing in your house at one o'clock in the morning?
0: We party, dude. you got to go. No, we party. We have fun. We live life to the fullest. No, you're not we, 20 anymore. We bite the fruit and let the juices run down our no. chin.
1: <laughs> Here's the problem, man. You're 40. You ain't partying until 1 o'clock in the morning anymore. Those days are behind you. No, they're, clearly they're not. Yes, they are. You fell asleep on the floor, man. Those days That's, are behind I you. I up off the floor. I was on a bench. If anything, I don't think this needs to be an intervention for your drinking. I think this needs to be an intervention for your bedtime. You as an old man need to be going to bed much earlier in your time. And I have no problem standing up and saying, hey, this has been fun. Everyone get the hell out of my house.
0: No, I got to go. Or just go to bed yourself. I've done that before, and okay. that's when I end up dressed up in all these wild outfits that they find around the house. Now, if somebody comes into your room and begins to dress you up.
1: Yeah, that's I a- believe, and maybe we can ask Mike Bryant this. I believe you have legal right to shoot somebody. Is that stand your ground? I, I would imagine so. Coming into your room, that's because we used to do that with our roommates. Again, oh yeah, of course. When you were in your twenties or late <laughs> right. teens, and you lived with four dudes, and somebody would go to bed earlier. What did you do? You went in, you threw firecrackers right. in their bedroom. Hit them with a the taser rockets. or whatever. Yeah, 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 a little fun. You're a grown man. You pay a mortgage. I know. You should have some sort of retirement set up.
0: In my defense, should. This should I not should, be your I life should. anymore. Thanks to Bob Layton, I got a couple of dollars. Yes. But I, the th- here's the thing. You're right. I do have a mortgage. And guess how much of that house I pay for? 100% of it. So if I want to sleep in the entry. I'm not saying you shouldn't. On a bench? Then I'm going to sleep on an entryway in the bench. Hey, I are in the entryway on a bench. I love America. I know you You own sunlight. that land.
1: That is literally the plot of land you own. You can fall asleep. As long as you are inside your, your yard markers, Yeah, I don't care. I'm more concerned about the, just the bedtime you go go <laughs> with. You've got
0: to get to bed. I do got to get to bed. But clearly my body said the same thing. It was like, all right, we're going to shut her down for the evening right here on this bench.
1: And 100%, I believe Nick's...
0: Text, I I I hereby vote that into law. That is it, the difference between passing out and falling asleep. I think Nick Barth gave us the official dictionary definition of passing out versus falling asleep. It, it matters what you dress in. Now, what if I fall asleep in my bed in clothes, though? That's a pass out. Okay. that's that, that, that Nick you're yourself, If you've got jeans and a belt on, it's pass. out. That's passing out.
1: <laughs> and that makes sense, man. I, I honestly got, I'm looking for a hole in this theory, and it holds up it 100%. Does.
0: What if I'm drunk in pajamas, though?
1: That's a fallen asleep. He says comfy clothes. All right. Well. I like it. That is a, that is <laughs> Kelly and Wood law now. Yeah,
0: let's put that on the law books. Well, anyway, if you want to see the picture, it's up. It, it, I think the most embarrassing thing is the duration that I slept there and my advanced years.
1: Yeah, but it, it, that's also being a part of being a homeowner. The world is my bed. I can nap <laughs> where I want. I'm a grown man. <laughs>
0: Should we do some history? Come on. All right. Oh man, that's so embarrassing ah. The thing is, this won't be the last time No There'll be another embarrassing picture in the next few weeks My birthday's coming up But the thing is, too, is I'm someone's dad Like, someone relies on me to eat and go to get them to school and- But aren't you doing that? Yes, I am A big deal Much to their dismay, I'm Let it sure. go it was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1939 that the very first unemployment check was cut. Things
4: aren't as happy as they used to be down here at the unemployment office. Joblessness is no longer just for philosophy majors. Useful people are starting to feel the pinch.
0: One of my favorite mm. one of my favorite quotes from The Simpsons. But yeah, 1939, the first unemployment. I wonder who got the first one.
1: It you know, used to be, hey, here's some money, get back on your feet, go get a job. Yeah. Now, of course, unfortunately, there's people that do take advantage of it, but I don't, I wonder how many people actually do take advantage of it versus I think if a you boogeyman had, we've created. Right.
0: I think if you have any sort of pride, because I've been on unemployment twice when mm. I got fired from radio stations, and it's, to me, I was like, I hate this. And the funny thing is, uh, when you try and be honest with unemployment, when I was like, hey, look, I made, because I, I was doing some DJ work on the side, so I was trying to claim that money. It is the biggest pain in the butt that you've, so like some people taking advantage of unemployment and they're probably just doing it because it's, it's too hard to try and be honest.
1: I remember the first time I went on unemployment, I came home, told my dad, hey, look, I got let go of the car car dealership, got bought out. Right. And he looked me in the eye and says, you're not going to lay around and do nothing. You're going to even work harder tomorrow. Yeah. If, if I come home and you're not looking for a job, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Next morning, he woke me up on his way to work. Good. And I was like, what? He's like, you're not a bum. Get out of bed. I was like, this sucks. I tell you what, I was motivated to find a job
0: just get the old man (laughs) off my back. (laughs) Your dad's awesome. Yeah. No wonder he's so successful. It was on this day in 1993, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and Christina Aguilera joined the cast of Mickey Mouse uh, Clubhouse. How about Dale?
2: Jennifer? Justin?
0: So that's Justin Timberlake right there. Carrie? JC? J C is J Shazay from In Sync. Britney. Britney Spears, mm-hmm. right there. Josh. Rona. I don't know who Josh and Rona. I was about are. to say, what about those guys? Uh, well, they didn't. Hey, they didn't hustle. Enough. Selling insurance. Their dad probably let them sit around on unemployment too long. Grand Rapids. T J.
2: Ilana. Ricky. Christina. Mark. Nita.
0: Lot of lot of unknowns there in the middle. Mm-hmm. But there's hold on, there's one more coming. Ryan. Ryan. That was the one that I want to get to. That's Ryan Gosling. I didn't know that he was on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse.
1: I remember that.
0: Yeah, so... I remember it being
1: a thing. I never watched the Mickey Mouse I, Clubhouse.
0: That I thing had some star pop... Well, it's 93. I hope you weren't still watching it. Well... While well, you're collecting that unemployment. On
1: unemployment. <laughs> ducking my old man. <laughs> here in the garage door. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh,
0: and then in 2005, American Idol winner Carrie Underwood released her debut album uh, with, of course, Before He Cheats and...
3: On
1: her first album, was it? The hell you say? I thought it just came out a
0: couple years ago. Are you serious? Look, I, I, Dude, I don't know. Welcome to the world. Well, no, it's been on for quite some time. Okay, uh, let's do some birthdays. Now, is that is that song about sliding on ice? No, but oh. I sure did yesterday, though, boy. Mm-hmm. Man, I got I got real nervous on the way home. I thought I was I'm gonna wreck four cars in four years. You just let it go and hope your last insurance paycheck went through. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh. My insurance is gonna drop me at some point, man. Wow, I've I've totaled so many cars. Um, all right, and then uh, some birthdays today. Oh, that by the way, that became the best selling album of that year in 2005. Not surprised. I mean, she's, she's talented, not, and she's she might just make it. Carrie Fingers Underwood crossed. Might just make it. Uh, celebrating birthdays today.
3: Look at this photo laugh.
0: Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Uh, I, I Stop jumping on the bandwagon of hating Nickelback. It's
1: not a bandwagon. It's just why do we keep talking? Do we talk about Matchbox 20?
0: Do we talk about Third Eye Blind? Yeah, we we drag these Canadians if out was, every six months. If it was Rob Thomas's birthday, absolutely. I would talk about Matchbox 20. But it's not. It's Chad Kroger's birthday. You know, when this- is Rob Thomas's birthday? Who cares? <laughs> we're, we're focusing on Chad Kroger right now. And I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to keep it 100% real with you and the eight people listening. Mm. This sounds like a song we would play. Look at this photograph. I can see it now. This, this, this song, we both love Luke Combs. I can see Luke Combs putting this song out. Look at
1: this Can I be in the trust tree for a second? We always are. Luke Combs has got to kick it up. He needs to give me some more upbeat stuff. He needs to remake
0: this. This is where I Anyway, it's Chad Kroger's birthday today. i have 63. I have no idea. Yeah, who you know that's is. not even right. You're not even going to try.
1: It's in Canadian years. There's an there's a exchange rate you have
0: to hey, do. People deserve better. Okay. Uh, she is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apologize! <laughs> apologize! He is the ripe old age of 48 today. Because they're Canadian, right? Yeah. I don't even think Canada... Cre- I mean, you got Rush... You got Michael J. Fox. Dude, they have like a diamond selling album. Like, and you know what the problem was with Nickelback? They got too popular. Because they came out kind of when I first started in radio. Mm-hmm. And that never made it as a wise man. I, I can not even think what the name of that song. You remind me? Was that what it was called? I think it was Wise it, Man. It was it was on every single station. Like you could not escape Nickelback. So they were a victim of their own success. I don't care. I'll defend them, man. The same. We don't talk about Creed. We don't talk about it. I talk about Creed all the time. Well, we man. don't wad all. Beverly D'Angelo, it's her birthday today. Here she is talking about Christmas Vacation. And of course, in the Griswoldian universe, everything that can go wrong does go wrong. But we always persevere, and we get there in the end through love. Beverly D'Angelo, of course, played the mom, the wife, Mm -hmm. in in all the Vacation movies.
1: She's, uh, I'm going to say she's
0: 67. You're a little bit low, actually. Yeah. She's 71 today.
1: Well, hey, I'm about two weeks away from throwing that on the old DVD player. I thought it's already been played in our house. It's a class. That's my favorite Christmas movie. Me too. I, yeah. Well, no, Christmas Story is probably my favorite. My kids like The Home Alone. That's There's, a good one. My son is plotting to take over, you know. Solid, a,
0: solid choice.
1: My son's begging for people to break into our house just so he can like try to beat them up. It's a good thing you have nothing to steal. Well, he's got me. What? <laughs> I I would defend the home. Oh, he I don't worry about that.
0: I said you have nothing to steal, and you said, "Well, they got me." <laughs> I
1: I would I would bring a pretty penny in ransom. Thank you very much.